How have you guys adapted that in-store experience because of everything we've been going through? And then what are the lasting impacts of those changes? This is a very important question because it's never going back to the way it was. I have never seen customers more excited to be able to come into the store as they are right now. So before it was like, I got to put on my pants, I got to fight the traffic. But then last year with all the shenanigans, now it's like I get to go shop for this stuff. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. You know, it's not often um, you get to talk to a, a present-day superhero, if you will. You know, in, in my time, I've just in doing this podcast, you know, I've been able to talk to um, astronauts. I've been able to talk to some, you know, execs from some major uh, vendor partners and obviously our own uh, celebrity-esque staff here at Nationwide Marketing Group. And uh, in previous lives, you know, athletes and uh, big-time business owners and um, heads of some major associations throughout the industry, and uh, but never a superhero. And that's what I got the chance to do recently during my time in Nashville for primetime when I sat down with the one, the only Matt Man, uh, better known as Andrew Slesher of uh, Sweet Dreams down there in the lake, Norman area, uh, just north of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, uh, you know, part of that dream team down there. Uh, you know, doing big things with with Sweet Dreams mattress and furniture, and uh, was excited. You know, I, I've had conversations with Andrew in the past and um, done some work together, but never on a podcast. And I know, you know, he recently got going on a, a podcast himself. So it was nice to be able to sit down with a fellow podcast host and, and just chit chat about business, about, you know, how things are going for him, the origin stories of Matt Man, um, and kind of, you know, how that, that uh, came about and, and the, um, you know, the way they've been able to use it and, and market the store and, and just do some great things, you know, down there and just outside the box thinking for, uh, you know, a, a mattress and furniture store. So great to be able to sit down with him and, and just have those conversations and share them with you because he's got a lot of great things to share. So uh, let's just dive into it. This is Andrew Schlesser of Sweet Dreams Mattress and Furniture from Primetime. All right, we're back here at Primetime in Nashville, and this moment is a dream come true because I get to sit down with a real-life superhero who does superhuman things, and that's Mr. Andy Schlesser, otherwise known as Matt Man, Sir Capes a lot. Good morning, Rob. Good morning. You know, how are you? I, I'm I'm fantastic. I, I I planned out my sleep for this trip. I might not have gone to bed on time, but I woke up a little bit later. I, right. I got in my sleep cycles, but honestly, I'm sitting here at this table, and you feel like you're sleep, you're, you're you're with a superhero. I do. No, 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 no. When I sit at the table with Nationwide Marketing Group people, I'm just a weird oven mitt <laughs> wearing a bed sheet. You guys are the superheroes. I, I you guys are the that, ones I, that that literally make this stuff happen. I appreciate it. And the the other cool thing about this too, a plug for you, a plug for the the superhero things you do. Uh, two podcasters sitting at a table. Oh, so talk about what that's like. How's, the, the how's it running the podcast? Uh, it, it's fantastic. It's taught me a lot about what I'm trying to teach the customers and, and teach even our employees because there's a lot of things that have evolved in today's world. Like if you look at like 
like you know, cell phones from a decade ago versus today, and the technology. Everything is so distracting, and information is just every. It's an avalanche. So even I'm disseminating through it, and I've gone through a lot of personal growth because of I hurt, injured my back last year really bad, and and I I thought that if I really changed my sleep habits, I could I could overcome those, and it ends up medically I can't and. Uh, but that's okay. Like I, I had a hip replacement and everything. And in how old are you? Thirty-nine. Wow. It's, it's about four weeks ago, yeah, actually. That's crazy. So, but that's crazy. thing is, is yeah. that fixed a lot of it. Yeah. Right. And now I have all these great new habits. So the podcast is me telling yeah. that story of, look, I, I couldn't figure it out quickly, but instead of just, instead of just giving up, instead of right. just like whatever, I tried to can control what I could control. Absolutely. And I, I've seen moments where, uh, you know, when you when you go to sleep, you know, what time you want to go to bed, and I would always stay up for whenever I wanted to. But then I've met people who never get that choice. So I'm grateful that I do get to choose and plan out my sleep. I'm grateful for that five minutes every day where I can make a plan yeah. to try to turn on my superpowers. Because, dude, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. This Heck is a highly volatile time right. in our industry, right. in retail. Right. Or even just in relationships in general. So you yeah. just have to be ready. One of the things I've learned about you know sticking on podcasting for a second, just being able to, to the people you talk to. Like it, it's fun for me because I love telling stories and just getting to know people. And you know, not always. Obviously, our our goal is talk to as many members as possible and figure out about their businesses and business strategies, things like that. But also the people behind the businesses, right? So to, to hear their stories, how they got into it, why they got into it, and you know, you, you, you learn and can connect a lot better with them, I think, you know, being able to tell those stories and talk to them. And I, I mean, have you been able to, and I know it's only been, how long have you been doing the podcast? Just since the beginning of the year. Has, uh, have you noticed that though, like in being able to tell stories or you know, the way you've been telling stories through the podcast? So it's more of my own personal journey yeah. on there. And I, yeah. I, I did interview one of our staff members who has very, very good sleep habits. But what you just described is like what we're doing here at Absolutely. NMG at Primetime. Yep. You're networking. You're learning. Yep. Because when you go back to your desk and you got a job to do, if you're just by yourself, like it, it's not like, you know, like what am I doing here? Who am I doing it for? But all that, right. all those, those experiences you're sharing with everybody... Like in my local market, when I go to these other business owners at, at network events and I ask them questions, and I find out that we all have these same kind of challenges, but people come at it from different ways, yep. that, that I go sit at the desk and, and I'm like, well, that guy got done, got this done. I can try to get this done now too. So that's, that's awesome. That's, and those, and yeah, it, those are the absolutely. people behind yep. it. Those, that, yeah. So, I mean, that's what makes this work. So what... What what's going on at Sweet Dreams right now? Tell us about business today. What's what's it like? How's things going? You know, I know it's been a like you you said a volatile eighteen months here that we've been living through. But what is uh, how's how's it been there, dude? Before I can't help you see Sweet Dreams. I can't help you see the vision until I give you some superhero uh, shades. All right, all right. These are elite dreams <laughs> with Sweet Dreams superhero shades. Now, when you put this on, then I'll I'll get the vision of what's you will happening. be able to see the vision. So there it is. Yes. There yeah, it is. Dude, you look fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Just oh, man. A couple of podcasters in sunglasses. Uh, <laughs> dude, those look, I mean, that, that just looks freaking awesome. So uh, we call it, or I've called it relationship retail right now because, like, customers coming in through the door, even though we might have bad news from everywhere else they're shopping, 
they're totally used to this. Most of the people that uh, that are shopping with us are also they have their own industries that they're dealing with this stuff on. So while I'm telling them this is at least four to six months, and I don't know, but I'm going to follow up with you every two weeks all along the way. They're like, yeah, man, like I've been telling customers, uh, you know, on their housing projects, on the construction stuff, or, you know, uh, I was in plastics or whatever, you know. So they're all, we're all in this together. Yeah. So, but by, in, instead of focusing on the negative, how long it's going to be, we're focusing on the positive, what we can do for you. And also what makes this different of how, how we will commu- communicate right. this whole time. Right. You know, history of us, we would say, oh, it's coming in two to three weeks. We'll call you. And, you know, maybe on day eight the second of the second week, they are wondering where their stuff's coming. Because you said two weeks. But instead, let's clarify this. Hey, this could be two to three weeks. And on day 11, I'm scheduling a follow-up with you. And right. we're just going to text and see where you're at. Because also your customer situations change as much as our lead times do, or as many price increases as we've had, dude, their budgets in a family, (laughs) that's the same thing. So uh, you're really just trying to stay connected so that what they have purchased with you uh, still is relevant to them. So you're not like having something come in that's super oddball that doesn't work. Right. So having that ownership of communication with the customer on the retail level is is amazing. This has actually been the most fun I've had in service ever like ever <laughs> I, I mean to your point you know it's it's because I, I imagine there's so much more so many more touch points now that you have to have with consumers especially just to keep them you know aware of what's going on um, and in the loop and and sort of that that checks for understanding right that they know how long those lead times are and, and that you're you care about them they're you're still top of mind to them uh, that, or I'm sorry, that they are still top of mind to you, um, and you're, you're providing that service. Don't ever think that they're we're not still top of mind. Yeah. To them. Oh, absolutely. When you're not calling them, <laughs> when you're not staying connected, works you are ways. top of mind yeah. to them. Works Where both ways. is this stuff? And yeah. I, you know, I haven't heard from them, so maybe this other store down the road has something in stock I can order, and that's where a lot of even our business is coming right. from because other folks aren't being that intentional. And so you are top of mind to the yeah. customer, and you have to you. But you have to make sure you own that and make yep. sure it's a positive top of mind. Now, do you find you know as customers are coming in? Because I know, I think one thing everyone knows of right now the the challenges in supply are hitting every part of this industry. As customers are coming in, are they understanding it all? Like, or or is it they need it now? Kind of they they expect to have it now, or are they settling? You know, what what is it, what is that? initial interaction like with a customer these days? It can depend on how many you've had in a row that are one of those three buckets of needed it yesterday, I'd like it soon, maybe for a reason, maybe not a good one. And then <laughs> I'm just kind of doing this now and want something that I really want. So you just kind of have to ask really good questions like, oh, well, how did you, you know, or what did you how and what questions, not why questions, because then you're fighting <laughs> right. or maybe you just don't know. But you just kind of get to know the person, figure it out, and then move forward with some options. But that's that's what we do. That's like what a salesperson is supposed to do. Say like, hey, Rob's just come through the door. Oh, hey, well, hey, nice to meet you. Have been in before? No, I hadn't. Oh, great. My name's Andy. What's your name? Right. Your name's Rob? Rob. Yep. Rob, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, you know, thanks for coming in. Uh, you know, 
you're looking at some mattresses. Is, did you have you come in to see some mattresses? Right. Yeah, yeah. Blah, you know, they start to go on and stuff. And it's like that's the, that's the cue. Like, start right. asking the how and what questions and make sure you listen. But then, you know, figure out what the best solution is for them. And and it's 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 not that bad. It's actually really fun. So I mean, at the end of the day, has it changed much? Uh, like, I obviously the the conditions around us have changed, but is it just being more sort of aware of how you're selling as opposed to the process itself having actually changed? Uh, there there are actually huge changes. Okay. Uh, we would never have texted a customer before. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. They didn't want to give us a cell phone number or an email because they don't want to sign up for any of that stuff. Yep. But now it's totally changed. They would love to just get a few bites of information, peace out because they got stuff to do, <laughs> and please just text them on the on the back end of it and just like make it convenient for them when they're sitting down chilling on whatever or they get to that sofa that they hate <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, this guy sent me that message. That's right. Uh, let me look and see if I can actually solve this problem. <laughs> Because instead of sitting on the sofa and Googling the solution, right. you just made a connection, you listened, you were helpful, and when they get to the product that they no longer love, you're their guy and you're just a text away. And, and that's, that, that's one of the most dramatic changes. I feel like people are more willing if you have that high level of trust from just like learning their name, sure. like learning, listening to their situation. They are going to want to connect and communicate on their time in a very whatever fashion to to solve their problem. Yeah. Switching gears a little bit. I, obviously, you know, the supply challenges are a thing. Um, we, we talked about them. We well, embrace the we, suck absolutely. of the supply challenges. It's, it's we, crazy. We embrace it. Um, what other challenges are, are you guys facing right now as a, a retailer? Ooh, I mean, what challenges aren't we facing <laughs> as a retailer? Um you know, a lot of it is the mentality we're of training versus learning. Like throughout all this, you couldn't train us to, to handle sure. this a certain way. But instead, like especially with the way we've learned things from people like yourselves with nationwide marketing, when we show up to like prime time or like a leadership conference, we're you guys are actually not there to train us at all. We're there to learn best practices. So, like. Having switching your mindset to like, I'm not gonna. I don't have to train all my sales staff to, to do the, you know, push this button, push that right. button. Instead, our biggest challenge is getting them to just learn the industry, learn about whatever it is their surroundings of. These are the tools I have. How do I leverage that stuff to do the thing I want to do and be more autonomous? Which, right. especially we have we have very young staff at this point. Like we have a lot of Gen Z and thank you thank you Mike Whitaker for his classes on the millennials and stuff thank you for all the leadership from Nationwide Market Group because we knew exactly how to inspire them we give them purpose when with what we do and why we do what we do and, and suddenly if, if there was ever a person like they don't want to work as hard they don't want as many hours and stuff like some of that's kind of there but when they're on our team they are highly effective yeah. I mean, they are shoulder to shoulder yep. with the veterans of our staff. They're they're selling way more effectively and higher volume than I ever did for years. Wow. But the reason being is because uh, we we might have helped develop that. But then again, when you really when you instead of just saying I'm your boss, instead we're like leader leader trying to get this done together and working towards a, a bigger purpose. They are the they are highly trainable to do the I'm sorry highly learnable right, they, right. like they 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 are sponges willing wanting and able to learn and yeah. they are 
really effective. So, like, you know, a lot of people are saying they're short-staffed and they can't find new people. Uh, we, we aren't in comparison. Like, we, we would love more staff, sure. And we are always recruiting. Right. Right, Mike? <laughs> so, but, you know, the reason that we're not as in the dire straits as others, especially when I look at some of the networking, is because you guys have showed us what we need to do to have a wonderful culture and retain employees. That's another one, retaining top yep. talent. That is training, that is, those are learning academy. I'm going to say, I'm never going to say the word training again. <laughs> those, but we go to those classes, yep. we learn that stuff, we apply it. And it really works. Like, it super works. And I'm, you know, we we have delivery staff. We have sales staff. And it, it, you know, we just love it. It makes, it fires us up. That's that's awesome to hear. And what, I mean, you know, I know it's different for everyone, but it's always unique to hear how you guys are training. Um, So what what does training look like at Sweet Dreams? Is it, you know, do you carve out a day a week or is it? You kind of set the set the team up to go do their own thing. What what works for you guys? That is actually one thing that we came here to really network with, learn yeah. best practices. And there's a few retailers here that have helped me develop that more because I I was I'm one of the guys I, I onboard some of our newer staff members on the sales side. So um, it, for me, the process takes about six weeks, and we meet in the morning. We give some documentation over, and then it's just kind of like trial by fire with sure. some of it too but at the and then other our delivery department does their own in-house training yep. and so they're doing all this stuff uh on their own to bring guys on board with like here's how you prep furniture they do that they might go on a truck with a veteran staff who is very good at explaining what to do thinking out loud while you're doing some of the processes saying those it's almost like a cook's kitchen sure like yeah, you know absolutely. with the level of communication on timing and all that but really so you know that, but we could do better. And I've heard things from like Dr. V on Dos Marcos about yep. how they, they they have people excited to do the classes. Right. And like here I am, I'm excited <laughs> to do these classes. Like I am like super fired up to come and hear what these people are saying. And, you know, so that's what we are trying to replicate in our own process, in our own systems. It's it's not it's not the, the best way, but sure. it's the best way we've been able to learn how to do it and... Um, but literally, why we're here right now? That's awesome to hear. Um, you know what? I feel like it's a loaded question, right? But I, a loaded superhero, up, superhero. Can I got it, right? a good night's sleep last <laughs> you night. You can handle it. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. You know how? What? What are some of the biggest changes? I, I we talked about it, just the customer experience, right? But let's let's focus on in store. You know, yeah. over the over the past eighteen months, how have you guys? adapted you know that in-store experience because of everything we've been going through and then you know do you see those changes sort of you know, what are the lasting impacts of those changes does anything go back to the way it was in the pre times or or is this kind of a new normal for you know how you are retailing uh this is not a loaded question <laughs> this is a very important question yeah. because it's never going back to the way it was I have never seen customers more excited to be able to come into the store as they are right now. So before it was like, I got to put on my pants, I got to fight the traffic. But then last year with all the shenanigans, now it's like, I get to get, I get to go shop for this stuff. Uh, I get to go try them out. So, you know, and we're going for that in-store customer experience where it's unique and it's different and hello, I mean, look at this, right? So, uh, (laughs) 
it, and this is in store. Like half the week, I literally wear these things and, and engage with customers like this because, like, if you try to look like a big, big box store or like a big uh, right. a big player, and that's and because they're successful, you they're going to outspend you, like way out of the gate. Like there's right. there's no chance, and you look exactly like them. So then, what makes you any different? But then with the things that we, again, dude, Nationwide Marketing Group was the one who took us and said, hey, we just need you to differentiate or die. We need you to to really do something unique. And then we don't look like a big box store. So we're never never advertising on price. We're advertising on, uh, my brother-in-law, Greg, Bootylicious sofas, right? <laughs> this is this com- this sofa is so comfortable. It's bootylicious, and then that's hilarious. People love it. We've had like little ladies coming in. I'm looking for the bootylicious sofa. We're like, oh my god, like, is it appropriate? To-? But then they're like, they want to see it. Yeah. And that marketing works. So we don't look anything like our competitors. So then that's that's the draw. And if they come in, and our staff is like, you know, oh Greg, that it was terrible at first kind of thing but then they saw the people coming in for it and then suddenly they're like the bootylicious sofa is right, right this way <laughs> part, Mrs. Mrs. part of your Smith. normal advertising and marketing and it's, just, it's it works funny it's fun yeah. it's unique it's not boring you know we don't want to look like a big box store we want to look like our, our customers and, and we're, we're attracting that kind of customer making it more fun for all of our staff to work with so like, that's one of the most important things retail has changed forever if you don't invest in your team and build an awesome team a royal guard and make sure you're adding value to their lives and giving them right. purpose and then and having them activated and engaged to do that with your customers and build that unique experience you're gonna you're probably gonna go away or you're gonna feel like you don't like to show up to work every day so right you know that's that's an important message and awesome to hear you you know, be able to share it. And, uh, you know, I, I know you've got a lot of adventures left here and a lot of learning left to do. So I don't want to take up too much of your super, uh, of a superhero's time. So, oh, I trained for no. this, but let me, <laughs> there's one last thing I would yeah, add. Absolutely. And, and that is, I don't know if a lot of members do this or I, I, and I don't think they do. I've been on a few panels in the past and as far as like prime media yeah. and using that stuff, that service media to, sign yes member yeah. member net Membernet which is TV. changing they've yep. got a new way it's yep. more fluid it's easier we literally ordered all that stuff for every single one of our yep. stores tvs in stores and here's what i would suggest to anybody out there who hasn't tried this yet and if you're terrible on video i'm really sorry but you're going to have to get over that and maybe try or find people to work with but we for a long time member net was on our wall and it wasn't effective right and then we got into more of the digital marketing of doing videos and so then when we, like, calling up, talking to, you know, the Bryant boys, they're super helpful. They love when you call them because this, that you're talking, like, their shop, and yep. they'll go on for hours. Like, so, but then they worked with us. They helped us get those commercials, like, our commercials up on there, and it was physically us, and we put that behind every single desk while we're ringing people up, and so then they're sitting there, and they're looking, and they're like, Dude, that's you. You're on TV, and and then and then right after that commercial comes on, or that Facebook video, or all that social marketing that you're you're doing that uh, that you would like to take credit for in store, it's overlap. Like, yes, that is me. And then it cuts to this super awesome 
uh, pre-roll that you yep. guys make, and they're really good at that. I it, I would say it's like you know Hollywood level stuff. Great production values. It changes all the time. It's super fluid to just make it seasonal, yep. customize it, and optimize it. And then with our new staff, like our younger staff, they're up there too, selling Jackson Capnapper, just doing like basic. Hey, this is what it looks like. I think it's I think it's awesome. Uh, I would love to have you try that. So suddenly it's like. You're on TV, and then the, when that pre-roll comes on, that's what—that's when the magic of it's no longer just right. an in-store thing. They right. really, truly think it's like your own personal HGTV. Well, it, it makes you—I mean, we talk about the—you don't want to be a big box, but it, it puts you in that sort of aura, that sphere of you have—you have the backing behind you to to compete. Not be them, but compete with them and, and put you in the in the conversation. Dude, Rob, how many times have you gone into a Lowe's or a Home Depot and you have seen the in-store stuff, right. but the person helping you was yeah. also on it doing the same thing? No, that's not going to happen. It has never happened. Not going to happen. But then once that, it only took like a couple times where another salesperson next to me was seeing me, like, they, <laughs> like literally the person would just like, I want to work with the guy that's on TV. And then that's a high level of trust, and yeah. we're suddenly we're past a little bit of a barrier, and the close rate on that stuff is very very high because literally you are the star, yep. and people think ownership when they think if if I'm important right. enough to be on TV, I have to be a really really important person yep. in the company, and really I mean it's our Facebook videos, and like anyone who would get on those Facebook videos. Uh, you know, would be up there, but once once that happened a few times, suddenly you know, it used to be like, who wants to do Facebook? And I'd be like, oh. and then I was like, who wants to do Facebook? Like <laughs> all hands six, go up. <laughs> six people are doing it, and then when those six people start selling because they have that high level of trust and easy engagement, like uh, the other people, are like, well, I, I probably should start doing the videos too. I'll, I'll I'll just give it a shot. So, but the the member net, if you do not use that in your in your spot, you got to see the boys uh, at at that at that booth because that's some of the most effect like when we put our touch to it and worked with them and talked with them which I only did that even here yeah, like at absolutely. a prime time like I, I forged that yep. networking the relationship suddenly it's like it goes from zero, like not that effective to like wildly effective you could pull it out of our arms like I will not let you take my member net away <laughs> at all like no, no. That's, that's that's awesome and before I let you go I, I you know I want to close by asking the the we know the origin story of how Matman came to be. Have you? Is there an arc? Is there a story arc here? Like, does does the arc come down at any point, or is is Matman sort of eternal? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not scared by not knowing the I answer like that. to that question. No? That's, I like that. Science is sometimes like I can't figure out yeah. why or how, <laughs> but we just see that there's a problem there. What I what I will say is uh, I've learned so much. Uh, I was doing five Ks before. Yeah. Uh, I had hurt my leg. I couldn't do them for a while. Uh, I'd get the chance and the opportunity that I'm grateful to try again. Yeah. But this time I've got better habits, and yep. uh, I especially want to help kids like form better sleep habits right now. So I, I've got a sleep challenge I'm going to do with them. I don't see that it stops anytime soon, but right. like you know, I've just got to try to see how many people we can help form like sleep habits especially gamers. I want to yeah. help gamers be effective. I want to help parents talk to gamers. But I know of like gamers have better sleep habits. Likely if they're 15, 18 years old, they're going to do what their parents were hoping they would do. They might learn more in school. They might do those things. So I've got goals between now and maybe a couple years down the road. And 
and I'm just going to follow the, the actions awesome, of of those of those systems that to see what dude like how many superheroes I, I have a lot of the superhero swag so I, that's we're going to turn on a lot of superheroes and we're going to make this world a better all, place I mean it's been incredible incredible to follow and um, you know kind of inspiring too man I mean what the work you're doing is awesome um, and to see the amount of fun you're having I think that's the important part too right oh I take like, this pun way uh, to the moon and back <laughs> or maybe I missed the moon and that's Jupiter <laughs> and it's just been so awesome to watch and uh Glad to finally have you. You know, the, have you on a podcast? So, oh, hey, thanks. This is this is a lot of fun, and I appreciate you taking the time. Now, uh, I guess hop back out there and, and keep doing what you're doing, and uh, you know, have some fun here in Nashville. Excellent. All right. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thank you. Awesome, and thanks again to Andrew. Uh, you know, if you watch the video version, we had a, a, a good bit of fun <laughs> sitting there uh, at the the booth there in uh, Nashville at the Gaylord, and just uh, just a great conversation. You can't not have fun when you're sitting across the table from someone wearing literally a a big mattress uh, costume, uh, superhero uniform, I should say, not costume. But no, I, I appreciate him taking the time and sharing all of his insights and uh, stories with us, and you know, hope to catch up with them again soon. But you know, as always, uh, appreciate you listening to the independent thinking podcast and we will catch you next time